Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Foundation After Midnight, the free Foundation radio show broadcasting around the world and into space. That's right, we know you can hear us up there. Anyway, we're bending time and space and clearance levels to bring you all the newest updates from around the Foundation. Not midnight where you're at? Well, it's kind of hard to tell if it's day or night with all the anomalous activity going on, but it's definitely midnight here. I'm your host, DJ Skip, and you're listening to 93.3 FAM Radio. And this is the memetic mind-wiping agent to weed out anyone who doesn't have the proper clearance levels to access this channel. Can you still remember your name? Glad to hear it. To start things off, we'd like to remind everyone that since protocols fallen, global quarantine is in effect. All non-essential resources and personnel are being reassigned to site teams. Teams will be focusing on the various ongoing sun-related cataclysms threatening the world and how to best solve them. In an effort to raise morale within the Foundation, higher-ups have been allowing groups to choose their own team names. So far, Team Mechanical Masterminds of Math has had the most promising brainstorming, having the most concepts to be confiscated and classified by higher-ups out of any group so far. Reports have come in from the Foundation Space Program about a new satellite mass that has appeared just beyond the Earth's moon. It seems during the space program launchings last week that the shuttle that was transporting 237 self-replicating Keter-class cakes exploded on its way to the sun. So we have good news and bad news. The bad news is that it's been growing at an exponential rate, nearly doubling in size every day. The good news is that this broadcast is coming in clearer as the cakes have been absorbing the increasing solar flare activity. Via Team Golden Comet's proposal, a unique crew has been sent to the surface to investigate, comprised of D-class personnel who have exhibited exceptional skill and cooperation in the past in the consumption of cakes. They have been tasked with exploring options in stemming its growth and have been fittingly dubbed Team Death by Chocolate. Well, I can't say I envy the D-Class personnel, but that does sound delicious. An update on the whereabouts of the damned hard-to-kill reptile. With its newly formed solar wings, its current course will have it passing Venus in the next few minutes likely continuing its trajectory towards Earth. Yes, the scaly fucker really wants to come home. If anyone has any suggestions on how to secure and contain the space lizard, your team has about one week to submit your ideas. At this point, everything barring throw it back into the sun will be accepted and considered. Good try, Team Naisusei Nickel. While construction for the Temporal Anomaly Research, Development, and Integration Station has only been underway for a week, exciting new reports have already come in from the station. Unfortunately, no researchers have been assigned to the station yet, so the reports are being investigated for authenticity and will not be released to the Foundation public at this time. Oh! This just handed to me. All site personnel are to be on high alert. The suspicious person of interest may or may not be wandering around the facility, and the person in question may be disguised as a member of staff, or an anomalous entity, 
or maybe as a cat? So far, no one has been able to record the individual or produce any evidence of the encounter with it, and everyone who claims to have seen the suspicious person seems to have trouble recalling anything about it at all. So if you see someone wandering around that you do not recognize, or have trouble remembering, or can't remember, or they are a cat, or all these things, uh, please keep a visual on them and try your best to report it as soon as possible. Further updates will be announced as details come in. Though, um, don't hold your breath. As you all know, or may not know, I am a lover and supporter of the arts. With that, the IT department would like me to remind you that DVD copies of the test recordings from SCP-630 are still available for $50 a pop. Yes, that is right. You can now personally own a recording of the spontaneous and often hilarious song and dance routines and musical performances acted out by various members of personnel, including such favorites as Agent Lament. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper soldiers and warm cotton mittens. Pebble assassins and old mattress springs. These are a few of my favorite things. Professor Bjornsson. Look at this, Skip. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think the containment's complete? Wouldn't you think we're the site? The site that holds everything. And Scruffy the janitor. Anomalous do 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 do. Anomalous do 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 do. Anomalous do 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 Just talk to any member of the department or send an email to the usual IT help contact. New videos available every month. Cash or money orders only. It seems tempers reached a boiling point when a food fight got out of hand in the staff lounge yesterday after a research member, whose name has not yet been disclosed, kicked SCP-294 for dispensing coffee that he claimed was too cold. When the researcher ordered another cup with a request for hotter coffee, 294 proceeded to rapidly dispense hot coffee in what many witnesses described as an agitated manner, splattering the surrounding area. While the offending researcher was able to avoid the coffee spray, a nearby personnel was caught in the crossfire and mistook the action as some sort of prank. Apparently, in response to the imagined insult, they proceeded to throw their own drink into the face of the first researcher. From there, the two began to order liquids from the vending machine and throw them at one another. Drinks, and we're using that word lightly, mind you, recorded during this exchange included, but we're not limited to, cola soda, soy milk, Everclear, skunk musk, gasoline, dog feces, though I'm sure much more colorful language was used at the time, and a yet unidentified gray fluid that when exposed to skin causes yellow boils to appear. All personnel involved were taken to medical and reprimanded accordingly. From now on, three guards of security clearance level 3 will be assigned to monitor the vending machine at all times. We'd like to take a moment to remind all of our listeners that we're facing off against of every person in the vicinity, 
Thankfully, we all know better now. If you have access to outside media, you may have heard some of the cover stories for the unforeseen consequences of the Foundation space program. We wanted to take this time to clear up some of these facts that have been planted by the Department of Disinformation. For starters, while we do advise you avoid exposure to the sun, it will not give you sudden cancer or extreme cases of blindness. All the doctors in those commercials are paid by the Foundation. Also, though anxiety and depression are on the rise, the causes from direct exposure to the sun or from a subsequential lack of natural light from avoiding the sun, not from any financial recession, nuclear weapon tension, or the systematic deconstruction of our social communities. Those are fabrications by the Office of Misdirection. So good job guys, you almost had me on those. And lastly, it should be known that no asteroid has collided with Mercury and the planet has not fractured. The random eclipses that we've been experiencing have been from anomalous activity involving the Sun, not chunks of planetary debris. For the time being, all faculty engaging with the general public should maintain that Mercury is to be removed from the modern star charts. Between all the craziness with the sun, we still have news from our infrequent sports corner. The softball league games have continued as scheduled, and in an upsetting turn of events this last weekend, Site Redacted's Unkillable Lizards lost to Site-19's Staring Statues with a score of 11-15. Site Redacted's fans were livid, or would have been if it weren't for the evacuation of the stadium due to another intense wave of solar flares lovingly sent to us by SCP-682. I think that Site Redacted will likely be considering a new name and mascot, as there really is not much love left for the damn lizard since its return trip from the sun as some celestial solar serpent. It seems the sun only made it matter, and it's definitely bringing the heat. Unlike the softball team. This week, Site-19's staring statues will face off against Site-103's Critical Tomatoes, who I may remind you have been leading in the brackets. Can the staring statues catch up with the Critical Tomatoes? We'll see. All personnel are reminded that when filing reports, please be specific and carefully clarify your intentions when using the words terminate in reference to disciplinary action. Please define whether you mean to end the employment of, or to end the life of, said person. HR department would like to point out that death as a means of punishment is inhumane and unreasonable. The HR department would also like to go on record that, on occasion, death really is the only viable solution, but that is for them to decide, not you. Collaborating together, Team Batman Signal and Team Korea's Got Soul have proposed an exciting new plan to at least solve one of our sun-related disasters. Though the risk of cross-skip contamination is always present, it's not like we have much to lose at this point. In order to lessen the anomalous effects from the exposure to the sun, the teams have devised a method of worldwide overcast, focusing SCP-938 through SCP-1149. While limiting on their own, the plan suggests that when combined, the two may... And then the sun went out. The site is experiencing multiple Keto and Euclid level containment breaches. Full site lockdown initiated.
Thank you for choosing to listen to us for the last 13 minutes over any other audio choices you could have made. We appreciate that. FAM Radio is written by Kyle Stover and Toking07, a.k.a. Eric Stover. It is produced by Toking Studios, and the voice of DJ Skip is done by Kyle Stover. Content is, of course, based off the SCP Foundation and is released on the Creative Commons 3.0 license. To the best of our abilities, inspiring works and authors will be credited in the space provided. Links to the articles mentioned in today's program will also be posted. This episode's music, Secure, Contain, Protect, was created by Changeling, who can be found on SoundCloud.com. Link provided where possible. Here at Foundation After Midnight, we strongly believe in collaboration and in sharing, as we get our inspiration for the series from all across the SCP universe. If you are interested in us using your music or work in future episodes, let us know. We would love to work with you and see what you can do with our work as well. If you have questions, fan mail, or want to report a sighting of the Shark Punching Center, email us at scp93.famradio at gmail.com or call our radio hotline at 512-93-RADIO. If you want to support us, we are starving artists in need of your help. We are also Nigerian princes, and we could use your American help and American currency. Check the accompanying description for more information and links. Because that didn't sound funny at all. Keep an eye out for us online, and be sure to subscribe, follow, like, share, plus one, where applicable, and check back for more broadcasts. Thank you again for listening. Stay tuned for more Foundation After Midnight Radio.